what's happening. Okay, no. That's the right one. Okay. okay. Let the right one in. No, don't let anyone in. You let me in. Well, because the door was open and you saw me. <laughs> I... <laughs> you wouldn't have let me in. I brought you coffee. <laughs> I'll always let you in. Actually, you kind of let yourself in. Half. It was half and half. Even though my hands were full. I'm sorry. I, had, like, I didn't realize there was... A shopping bag hanging off of my arm. I still managed to contribute half of the effort to get the door open. I'm sorry. I didn't realize. I was just trying to get the cat out of the way so she didn't She out. was trying to help. She was trying to open the door for me. Um, for herself, not for you. No, it was for me. She loves me. So, hey, this is the cat podcast. Yeah, the cat podcast. Oh, maybe some sprinklings of ghosts. Um, there are some ghosts sometimes. There actually once was a ghost cat. Um, oh, that's right. There was. <laughs> oh, poor little sweet thing. Um, yeah, that was a thing that happened. Um, no, this is my favorite haunting. I'm Mel. I'm Ames. Thanks for joining us. This is episode 15. 15. 15. I don't have anything clever to go with that. That's okay. It's our quinceanera of, <laughs> of episodes, I guess. I guess. Would be. But neither of us are. Oh, we should have made it like a a Spanish theme. Oh, that's okay. Is, unless is, is yours is yours in Spain or, or My, Latin America? No, but it does have references to the Spanish flu. The Spanish flu, Spanish influenza. So is that like, what makes it Spanish flu? Do you start speaking Spanish when you get it? Because that would have really helped me in high school. Don't know. Actually, I don't know why they called it the Spanish flu. Maybe because it came over from Spain. From Spain. Maybe should we Google it? Do you care enough? Not particularly. Um. If anyone listening cares to leave a comment on our Facebook page or Twitter or something. Or put it in <laughs> our brand new favorite haunted Facebook group. I don't know what just happened to my mouth. I don't know either. <laughs> um, but if anyone else cares, uh, you're welcome to leave us a message somewhere. So absolutely. See. But we do have this really cool Facebook group now that some people are joining and we're trying to make it a fun thing have some conversations everyone get to know each other and make friends we need more than three people though i don't know how many we have now uh more than three but not a whole lot (laughs) there's like i think there's like 14 people who liked the page ah but not that joined. There might be like <laughs> six or seven people in the group. Come on, people, join. Talk with us. You we'll know who joined? Back. Liz from Glasgow joined. Yeah. Actually, she's from Brisbane. Bris- oh. Brisbane? Brisbane? She's from Australia. Yeah, that and, place. <laughs> but she now lives in Glasgow. Um, <laughs> cool. She was all about joining. Welcome, Liz. Welcome. Um, along kind of the same line. I want to give a shout out to everybody who's been dropping us reviews and ratings and everything. You guys 
There's, we live on them. It's so exciting when we find one. Like, I found one. I was the first one to see it. You were. And I was so excited. I was like, hey, we got another one. I And then the one um, the other day I screenshotted and sent to you, too. Yeah. We Like, they're so positive. And even we got this one, I think, like a day or two ago. And she, why? Well, I, I assume it's a she. Um, I could be wrong, but the person only gave us four stars, but you know what? They told us why. And you person, you know who you are. And I want to reach out and hug you and apologize for all of the long winded tangents. You can totally blame me. It's all my fault. Um, <laughs> we, we try, we try not to go too long with them anyway. <laughs> we, I think we have improved We have from the first few. Okay, Maybe my editing has a, a, a pro, improved. improved. <laughs> oh my God, it's early. <laughs> um, but I I do want to point out in our defense, you guys, you get like an hour to an hour and a half of us jabbering. And the original, like the full original recording of what I edit is always like two to two and a half hours. Yeah. So I cut out like a lot. A whole lot. Um, <laughs> you know, sometimes it's just like, I think that some, I think that something is funny uh-huh. and I don't care what anybody else thinks. I think it's funny. So I leave it or it's something where it's happened to me before where I've cut something and then we reference it again later on. Oh, and <laughs> yeah. And I can't, and like that part I can't edit out because for whatever reason it's intertwined yeah. with what we're talking about and there's no way to like um like elegantly <laughs> Take cut it. it. <laughs> so I have to go back and put the original part back in or else it won't make sense. Um <laughs> we we are we are aware of it and um we're trying. <laughs> we do our best. Um but I think what they, what that person was saying, the way I read it was that we go off on tangents in the middle of the stories yeah. and it takes away. So we'll try to focus our tangents like at the beginning, the middle and the end. Like maybe we'll start <laughs> taking notes like, oh, I want to address this, but I'll wait till the story is finished. I don't know if that would, we can try that. We can try. We literally didn't talk about that. I just no. blurted that out. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. But I mean, it's a good idea. I think so. Um, we did get one review though that, well, there were, there's a couple of really, really good ones. Like there's a long one that I was just like, I want to hug you. (laughs) She's all, um, well, first she starts off. They aren't actually my friends or yours unless you know them. (laughs) Oh, friend, (laughs) I don't know you, but I'll be your friend. (laughs) You're inducted into our friend, our ghost friend society. Your first, your first task is to join our Facebook group and introduce yourself. Um, but no, but she, so they probably have the best ghost and cat stories you're going to hear. Like that made me, you guys like these, when you guys do like you leave these reviews and like, I don't know if you know what these mean to us. Like we need, like we survive on the validation of strangers. So (laughs) I mean, keep this coming. And then somebody else is like, 100% meant to click on my favorite murder. <laughs> um, still go click on my favorite murder. Yeah. Because we're obviously, we're in, we were obviously inspired by their format. Um, and <laughs> there are some really kick-ass awesome chicks. So 
definitely go listen to them also, but also definitely keep listening to us. Yes. So, um, that's all I have to say about that is just keep that awesomeness coming. Like it really just like when I, when I'm feeling down or like stressed out or whatever, I go and read those reviews or like comments, like Instagram comments or mm-hmm. Twitter comments or look in the Facebook group. And I'm just like, like there's not that many of you that have followed our social media platforms, but the few of you that have like, you're just, awesome. You really are. <laughs> you have no idea. It's like a, a hug through the internet. <laughs> kind of an awkward hug, but sure. It's a little shocking. <laughs> At first, but then, you know, over time you get used to it. Maybe. Because internet electricity. Wah, wah, wah. Wah. A sad <laughs> trombone. <Yeah. laughs> All right. What have we... Okay. Facebook group. Um, that one we're saving for our next episode. And that we're not going to um, do. Okay. Uh, sh- yeah. That's, I, think, I think that was everything. Okay. Should we tell like a ghost story or two? Sure. I'm actually pretty excited about this one. I found a really good like personal experience for mine. It's really good. I'm excited. I am. Is this like a firsthand account? Most, yeah, most of, most of what I found was a firsthand account. I couldn't find a whole lot of history, but yeah. Okay. Oh, that's like opposite what you normally do. Yeah. Usually come like bring the history, like sit down folks, take some notes. We're having a lesson. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's, it's a private residence. So that makes it a little harder. Gotcha. With history. Because I mean, unless I'm going to like go to this town and like dig through their archives or something. (laughs) Where's the town? It's in Maryland. Oh, yeah. That's a road trip. Yeah, so I'm not going to do that. Sorry. <laughs> not that into history. <laughs> oh, come on. Where's your sense of adventure? Summer's coming. I, wh- when I, I want to go on an adventure, I usually want to go, like, outside, not into a dusty old room. <laughs> <laughs> Boring. Tell your story. Okay, so it's um, I'm not going to give the house number, but it's a lark on a Larkspur Lane in Hagerstown, Maryland. And so the history, um, so as I said, I couldn't find a lot of history on the house, but there was um, this one prevalent story about this couple, um, named. Maurice and Lida, and it was during um, World War One and the Spanish flu outbreak. Um, so it was uh, about 1917. So they um, they lived in this house, and they were so desperate to stay together that they made a murder suicide pack. And um, I couldn't find exactly what made them follow through on the pack. That's what I was just going to getting ready to ask was, was I don't know. I don't know if Maurice was drafted or if one of them started showing signs of the Spanish flu or what, but on Christmas Eve, 1917, they carried out their plans and um, they were both found in the home's library. 
Lida with a gunshot wound to her stomach, and Maurice with a pistol shot to the head. Yeah, so, kind of sad, but they wanted to stay together. So, Aww. kind of romantic, I guess, in a weird way. Kind of, in like an unhealthy way, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so, in the intervening years between 1917 and the 1990s, when I found, when the personal account I came across happened, there had been three double murders in this house over that 80-year period. Well, uh, yes? You know what I'm going to ask. All on Christmas Eve. No! Oh! I know. What? I have chills. That's, like, crazy. Oh, God. I know. It's... I, I was like, really? All, all murders, not murder-suicide. That's what... They said double murders... I, I don't know. I like I couldn't I couldn't find the details. It was, it was really frustrating when I was trying to like get more information on this. Like it just said dub- three double murders. It didn't say if, you know, murder suicide or whatever. I'm probably no years given, right? So. No, nope, no years given, so I can't like like Google like death in Maryland 83 or something, right. you know. But I don't know how long the house had sat vacant before um, is two uh, two people, a man named Frank and a woman named Dana, um, in their thirties. They're friends and coworkers, and they went to um, to this house. But before that, the house was sat vacant for I don't know how long, but it was. Vacant old creepy house. So they snuck into this vacant house. <laughs> they were trespassing. You guys? You guys. Yeah. Don't trespass. Safety <laughs> is... Okay, so, but here's the thing. Okay, this might be a little bit of a, a tangent. I'm sorry, four star. But um, it's it's somewhat related. I think it's important. Safety is number one. Yeah. So when you're going... So many reasons that you should not go to abandoned properties, um, especially houses, because you could be walking into a crack den. Oh yeah, like you I didn't don't even know think of that. You don't yeah, exactly. You don't know who's squatting in there, especially a house has been empty for years. Yeah, nobody is there checking up on it. Like you could have some crazy person living in there. You could have Leatherface living in there. Like that's my fear: death by chainsaw. Oh no, thanks, Leatherface. Like, <laughs> Um, nice. nice images. <laughs> also, another thing that a lot of people don't think about is um, abandoned buildings. A lot of times there's no upkeep. There's no maintenance done. Yes. So you could be like walking along and suddenly the floor, the floor, oh my God, I can't talk today. The floor collapses out from under your feet. Like look at Waverly Hills, right? Like oh, the yeah. one half of that, of, was it the fourth floor? I think like half of it, there's yeah. just no floor. And like that one guy was hearing footsteps, so and it's dark, and you know if you're not paying ultra attention and it's super dark and you're hearing footsteps, you think it's safe. You take a step and you're falling, yeah, you know, ten feet to the next floor. So I just wanted to point that out. Yes, be, be very careful, <laughs> please. No, no breaking necks because uh, you want to go check out ghosts. 
You can do it in a safe way. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Okay, so um, Frank and Dana. Uh, oh, so Frank was definitely a believer, um, but Dana was uh, the skeptic. She was like, eh, I don't believe in ghosts. What are you talking about? When Frank was ta- told her about this house and like, come meet me here. And they go... Somehow he convinces her, anyway, to come meet him at this house on Christmas Eve. And she's like, she just goes and meets him on Christmas Eve, even though she has, like, family and plans and stuff. And she loves him. <laughs> but anyway, anyway. So, of course, they're, oh my god, okay. So, he wants to go find these ghosts, and because, of course, they, they think, the story is that they... Maurice and Lida appear every Christmas Eve. I don't oh, think, so that's like your one shot to like I, get I, evidence. I think I kind of glossed over that, didn't I? I'm just, yeah. Sorry okay. about that. Uh, yeah, that was that's the premise is they come back every Christmas Eve, and that's your only chance to like try to find them and see them or experience them or that anything happens in this house. So, uh, she doesn't want to stay. She, like, it's like, okay, you're crazy. I want to leave. I have plans in the morning. I'm going to sleep. So, he goes up to the the house, and she was going back to her car, because they came in separate vehicles. And, um, she can't find her car keys. So, she goes up to the house, and by that time, he's, like, inside. He, like, opened the front door, and he goes in. By himself. By himself. You guys, ghost hunting is fun. It's funner with a friend. Yes. Um, it's safer with a friend. Buddy system? Always have yes. a buddy system, yes. But, I mean, he was in there like two seconds before she came up and like, hey, Frank, you got my keys? Like, what's going on here? I told you I don't want to stay. Give me back my keys. So he took her. What a jerk. He says, I didn't, I didn't take your keys. <laughs> of course he did. He's like, he's like maybe a ghost took them. <laughs> Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> she had followed him inside to, like, berate him about her keys. And as soon as they were both, like, inside, facing away from the door, the front door closes. Wind. Oops. Sorry. I put that in the wrong order. First, they hear um, they hear sounds from upstairs. It sounds like someone moving around, like walking around, and like like it's occupied. And then the door shuts behind them, and they try to get it open, and they can't get it open. It won't it won't open anymore. And okay, so I'm just. As an experience, somewhat experienced, I consider myself experienced. Um, <laughs> paranormal, paranormal, par- ghost paranormal. investigator. <laughs> I am like Porky Pig today. Even still, like I've seen things, I've experienced things. My first gut reaction when I hear like, footsteps or something moving around is that there's somebody else here. Mm -hmm. Like I absolutely, obviously I absolutely believe in the paranormal and ghosts and spirits and everything. 
But that's always, always, always my first reaction. Yeah. Is that there's somebody else here. Yeah, me too. Like, I hear, like, what sounds like someone walking. It's someone walking. Yeah. (laughs) It's not, like, paranormal. But then you go find no one. Then it's paranormal. Yeah, we go look (laughs) around. Or there's a secret passageway somewhere. (laughs) Okay, so um, Frank decides to head upstairs to check out the noise. And um, Dana's like, "Uh, I don't really want to. So she kind of hangs back in the foyer for Mm -hmm. a few seconds. Dana! Um, No. She ends up glimpsing a figure out of the corner of her (gasps) eye standing in the room to her right um she thinks that it's like a trick of the light because it's there's lightning outside so she just thinks that it was a trick of the light when it lightning flashed and she's like uh but she still decides to like uh, not hang out by herself so she like runs to catch up with frank (laughs) yeah (laughs) um lizard brain kicking in yeah so um, yeah, she follows, she follows Frank upstairs and as she's following behind him, she's rationalizing ghosts to him. Like, you know, it's, you hear a creepy sound and your brain makes you think one thing, but it's not really. And you know, that kind of stuff. She sounds like a drag. <laughs> Why is she here? I don't know. She I, must really like the guy. I mean, I will say though. It is beneficial to have a skeptic with you to balance you out. Yeah. Like, if you're somebody who will, like, jump all over, like, latch on to, like, something. Like, oh, my God, oh, a yeah. floorboard creaked. Like, there must be, like, a million ghosts here. <laughs> and then you have that voice of reason to kind of pull you back. Yeah. I mean, but it depends on the relationship. So, I mean, they're friends and coworkers. So, they yeah, might have I guess that kind some, of thing. Like, yeah. But sometimes it's, like... If you get the wrong kind of personalities together, it's just like, um, no, I'm just going to believe what I believe and you shut your mouth. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Um, so while, while she's like going on this tirade of how, um, to like rationalize experiences, like creepy noises and things like that, um, Frank's going around trying all the doors on the second floor, um, to like figure out where the noises might be coming from and all the doors are locked. So they can't open any of them. And during her, like, tirade, she, like, explains something. She's explaining something. Oh, let me see if I can get this, remember this right. Something about how, you know, it doesn't make sense why we'll see, we see ghosts as they were when they died, not aging, wearing the same clothes, it speaks more to the person that's seeing them than the spirits. And that's what Christmas is all about. Or some something about how Christmas was, like, relating to, like, I don't know, Zach, I, I can't remember. I should have took better notes. Um, but she mentions, she mentions Christmas. Um, of course, it's Christmas Eve. They're that's on their mind and stuff. And almost immediately a door behind her opens. <laughs> oh my God. 
And the squatter stepped out and offered them crack. <laughs> no. So, of course, instead of, like, running away, they go to investigate what's behind the door. Of course you do. <laughs> what else do you do in that situation? So, they go in, like, a, inside the room is lit up. And, of course, it's an abandoned house. Why are there lights on? So they go in. Wait, oh, the lights are on now. Now, in this one room that the door opened in. This house are. has been abandoned. This house has been abandoned. And the door and the door was just locked, right? They yes. just tried all the doors. Yes, they tried and all the doors. Somebody's there. It has to be. This is too... Somebody's there. So they go into the room, which they end up coming into the library of the house, which is... Oh God! This is a mansion. Yeah, it's a it's, it's a really it's a really big house, and it's like it's like a two story room, but the second story is more like kind of like a balcony. You know, have you seen those kind of rooms where mm-hmm. the top top is like a balcony with a ladder, and you go up to like get the books that are up in the top part of Some it? Some rich mofo's b- built that house. That's not <laughs> that's a mansion. That's like is that Beast Castle? Oh, they're not in France. No. Not in France. They're in Maryland. Maryland. Right? Maryland? Yeah. yeah. Um, so they come out the second story door that comes onto this balcony. And, um... Oh, so they're, like, looking down into... Into the library, like, the, like, the seating okay. area and fireplace and all that stuff that's down in there. Yeah. So the room seems to be, like... Someone had been in there because, of course, the lights are on. They um, see remains of a fire smoldering in the fireplace. And they're like, okay, what's going on? There has to be some someone here. And at this point, Dana um, points out, oh, you know, in the foyer, that grandfather clock, it's keeping perfect time. Before. You have to wind those, right? I think so. Or you have to do something to them to keep them on time or they just stop. Maybe they had um, the guy from The Haunting of Hill House that was fixing the clock. No. Stairway. (laughs) The ghost. The ghost. um, Shoot. What's a clockmaker name? Like, don't they have, like, another name than clockmaker? I don't know. Whatever. Clock maintainer? I don't know. I thought they had, like, a different name. Like a doctor can be a physician. I don't know. A clockician? Sure. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) Don't do clock science? Do I do any science? No. I do not do clock science. Add that one to the list. Um, So they go down the ladder, check out to, like, scope out the room, see about, like getting out of this room, but both, there's two doors, one on either side, and both of them are locked, so they can't get out, and, you know, they're checking out the floor, the, the entire room, and they're walking around, and they're still hearing some, like, weird noises, and they end up walking across the area in front of the fireplace that had, like, a loose floorboard, and... Instead of just like, oh, hey, a loose floorboard, they decide, oh, let's pry this loose floorboard up. Hell yeah, I would too. (laughs) Do you know when I moved into my house, like I scoured 
like for like secret hiding places. Oh, you did? Hell yes, I did. That house <laughs> is ancient, man. I'm like, there's got to be something cool hidden somewhere. There's not. <laughs> <laughs> I did find a loose brick in the in one like the on fire- the floor on one of the fireplaces. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is nothing under it though. Aw. I mean, I could put something under it, but yeah, there's not a lot of space. Okay, so. They decide to pry up these floorboards, and um, when they do, they find two emaciated bodies under the floor. Shut up! No. Yeah, it was. No. My goodness. More murder victims? Um, let me see. What did I write that down? I didn't write down, uh, but I think they both did have gunshot wounds. What the fuck? I know. It is. So there's some so there's somebody living there who's murdering these people. Maybe, maybe there's like someone in the walls. But they're who's telling this story? Um uh I'm assuming Frank like wrote this whole account out. It I it didn't like say who was the voice of the story. So okay. Well, because I'm thinking, like, are they about to be murdered? Oh, no. They they get out. They, they live. They they do live. Okay. I'm like, this is about to go in a whole new direction. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not not that bad. No, I don't know if I would read where they ended. The people that were there ended up being murdered. I don't know. That'd be scary. Once they find these bodies, they're like, okay, we need to really get out of here. And, like, they end up, the doors end up being, they get them open. But they end up getting separated. Like, one goes through one door, one goes through the other door. Come on. What horror movie is this? Exactly. Oh. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, really? Come on. No. Um, they, neither of them wanted to say what happened to them after they got separated. They didn't want to mention it. I'm sorry. All I have stuck in my head right now is gotta keep them separated. Okay. <laughs> you don't know that song? Um, it's from like the 90s. I forget I, who it is. It's kind of, but... Gotta keep them separated. I'd play it, but I think that I have to pay for like licensing or something. Um, so the one thing they did mention is that um, they ended up going back through the library at one point and the bodies had disappeared. There was no hole in the floor. The boards were all back in the same place. They weren't loose anymore. And they both had encounters with Lida and Maurice, but that is all they went in. They did not go into details of what happened. Oh, come on. I know. And, um, how are you, I guess it was, how do you tell this story and then you don't give you, you, what? I guess it was just too personal or like, well, for Dana, it was probably too unbelievable. Like she's like, uh, no, I just imagined it all. (laughs) You know? I love how she just turned into a valley girl. (laughs) Yep. She sure did. I like just imagined it all. Okay, you guys. Like it didn't really happen. It was like all in my head. Okay. Exactly. 
Um, let's see, was there any more details here? Um, yeah, they left as soon as they found the front door. They finally, like, got found each other in the foyer again. And, like, they left. And their experiences were so intense that they said they would never go back to this house. What does it say about me that that just makes me want to go? <laughs> uh, are you a little damaged? <laughs> um, well, I mean, they made it out alive, right? Yeah. Or maybe the killer scared them out. How... That song was come out and play by The Offspring, by the way, in 1994. I just looked it up. Um, uh, wh- uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Speechless. I know, but it was like, I was like, so many details. Look at all this. But not not the best details, because we want to know, like, <sighs> what happened? What did Lida and Maurice do? Uh, that I... W- <laughs> Well, I was going to say, why is it that, but I'm wondering, is it because they were the first? So they're the ones that are, because if there's been so many double murders, like how come none of those people are also haunting it? Uh, Yeah. Oh, I never even thought about that. No, there was no mention of other ghosts, just Lida and Maurice. I always think of that thought, as an old man. Well, I always thought to myself that if I ever had a bulldog, I would name him Maurice. Oh, you did, I remember you telling me that mm-hmm. just recently here. <laughs> I didn't connect that at all. Um, yeah. Actually, I would get two Maurice and Horace. Oh, Horace. That's what you said. Yeah. And I think because they're the two bad guys from 101 Dalmatians, oh. right? Oh, yeah, and I don't know why I always, but I think because the one guy looks like a bulldog. Yeah. But then the other guy's tall and skinny, but I don't know why they both sound like bulldog names to me. So, like, LeFou kind of looks like a bulldog, too. Who? Isn't it LeFou? It's true, LeFou. Yeah. Um, that guy. Yeah. He's, I think, because he's kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I'd get, and then what would, what would be his guest on? Oh, what, what, what is that? Pincher, a pincher or something. A like all, mu- all muscly and. A pit bull. Mm. No, have you ever seen a muscled out pit bull? Those things are scary, man. I know, but they're like, their noses are like all, I was thinking like the long nose, like looking all proud. No, pit bulls don't have smushed faces. Well, I mean, their muzzle is shorter though. Not yeah. as long as a and skinny oh, like yeah, a yeah, I see what Doberman. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. But, um, Gaston kind of like reminds me of a proud Doberman or something. I don't know. I would get a poodle and name it Gaston and give it a froofy haircut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just to be contrary. <laughs> I, I just, I'm still speechless. Do you have links for that? Or, or probably no pictures, right? Um, um, I do have a couple pictures. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. And then we probably, well, we don't want to give out the address because we don't want to encourage trespassing. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's Um, why I kept the the number back. But yeah, especially if a murderer is squatting in there, you don't want to. If, I mean, if people are resourceful enough, they could probably figure it out. Yeah. Well, like with the Amityville (laughs) house, like it's just a simple Google search, but I'm not going to contribute to it. Exactly. Um, Wow. 
that was intense. I guess we both had a thing for abandoned houses oh. today. Okay, so <laughs> is this going to be called the Abandoned Houses episode? It should. So I have the story of Hell House. Um, oh. That's what it's been dubbed. Not not Hill House, though. Not Hill House. No, no, no. Hell, Hell House. Um, so it's Richardson, Texas, which is outside of Dallas. There's no... At, it, it's not there. The house isn't there anymore. And we'll get to why, but it's it's not there. So there's nowhere for anybody to try to go um, okay, so it's, yeah. trespass anymore. Um, the only history I have on it, so back in the 30s, it's like when the Great Depression hit. So mm-hmm. it, was a, it was on a farm. So it was a, a little farmhouse, like kind of almost like a little cottage type deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and this guy, Mordecai Murdoch, So he was the, he lived there. He was the farmer who lived there and he had three daughters. So they're in the midst of the great depression and oh, we have a new (laughs) co-host. I'm sorry. She won't go away. Come on. Oh no. That was the cutest little chirp. Well, she got, she climbed right up into that mic. Yes, she did. That was great. Um, oh shit, where'd I leave off? So, yeah, so I guess farming must not have been going well. Well, Great Depression, no. Dust Bowl, too, the same era. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always so, forget that. Every time, like, then I'm like, wait, that's the same period. Yeah, you'd think that they, that would mention it, because I'm like, well, you're on a farm, though, you're growing your own food, but... <laughs> No, not, not really. in Texas in the 30s, apparently. Um, so in fear of his daughters having to starve to death, he hanged them in the basement to spare them the Aww. torture of starving. And then he killed himself. Um, I think he, he shot, I think he shot him or hung it. it. Okay. So it gets weird. Accounts vary. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's what I do. Like, uh, accounts vary. These are what they say. They're, yeah, they're kind of <laughs> weird. Well, it gets really weird. So nothing happens. The house just sits there um, okay. until 2006. Um, like, it doesn't get sold or anything. It just kind of sits there and is left to its own hmm. fate. Um, uh, is it like kind of like out in the middle of nowhere by itself? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I guess that makes kind of sense. Now. It's pretty isolated. Um, it sounds like it was like a decent sized farm, so it didn't seem like there were neighbors or anything. Uh, so we come to February 2006. Um, this local paranormal group, they're called the, they call, they're so ridiculous. These, they call themselves the Hellhounds. Oh, nice. Um, I, their website is not active anymore. I got this all from another, a different, um, paranormal investigators website and I'll get to them in a minute. Okay. Um, this is their account of what happened. So who knows? Like it could be because it was these other guys that wrote it, you know, the winner writes history, right? Yeah. So it's like it could be skewed. So these guys, the Hellhounds, 
um, they put up a story about this house on their website and they claimed, even though like up until now there's like, I couldn't find any accounts Yeah, and even these claims that they wrote, like they were so vague and there was not like, it really sounds like they were just like trying Making to like, things up. Stir- yeah, like they're looking for their 15 minutes. Oh. Like that's the, the impression I got through reading this whole thing was just like, you're, you, and it's 2006, so it's, like, the height of, like, Ghost Hunters. Oh, yeah. And um, what's that other one that I'm not such a fan of? Ghost Adventures? Yeah. Or, yeah. Or the other one where ghosts... What are the, the ones that, like, want to, like, catch them and, and trap them, and I can't remember the Oh, names. they make, like, the lock the lock boxes and stuff Yeah, for them, I can't right? think of the name of the show, though. That one's interesting. Um, but I think that one was around the same Lockdown? Time. No, not Lockdown. But, like, there was, like, Ghost Hunters came out, and it was such a hit, and then there were all these other ones that popped up, too. Yeah. So, it's, like, right at the height. So, it was, like, they were trying to, like, jump on that bandwagon. Yeah. And it sounds like they're really inexperienced, mm-hmm. and they sound like a couple of douchebags. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, they published this story on their website claiming that the ghost of Mordecai Murdoch was still inhabiting the house, mm-hmm. and girls who, like, would sneak in there, he would hang them in the rafters in the basement. Oh. Um like he did his daughters. Yeah. Um but then of course there's like no accounts of this. There's no other stories. There's no like the only thing that sounds like and like from reading this is that like it became like the place for like the teenagers to go and be dumb and maybe like get high or drink mm-hmm. and like spray paint graffiti like the house is covered in graffiti on the inside. Yeah. Um but, like, no other accounts of, like, anything paranormal or anything like that. Hmm. So, uh, so, our, the horror begins when uh, this group of high school kids, I guess they read the story. So, they're like, oh, let's go check it out, as yeah. all brilliant kids do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they go, they're poking around this, like, abandoned supposedly haunted house and they find like all like the graffiti all over the walls and everything. And, um, they're looking around and one of the kids turns and sees a woman hanging from the rafters, but like not in the basement, but like oh, upstairs. I was like, going to ask, was it the basement? They didn't even get to the basement. Oh, so, okay. Um, it sounded like the way it was described, but then again, this is like another thing where it's like, everyone's because at first this is brushed off as a prank oh yeah so what was it like a video or something or their account of it was brushed off as a prank yeah okay um they so they see they see a woman hanging from the rafters like up it sounded from the descriptions it sounded like a mostly like kind of open plan like upstairs cabin type yeah, okay. like just like a main floor. Oh, just like one okay, one story. Yeah. Okay. Um and because later the the quote unquote real investigators note one of the symbols over the fireplace. Oh. So it sounds like it's just like one big open room with like a fireplace and then there's a kitchen. There's like a kitchen that's separated. Yeah, that kind of sounds like 1930s. Yeah. Yeah. Like a like a farm, like a small farmhouse. Yeah, like the prairie houses or something like that. Yeah, like yeah. a really simple. Um, 
so these kids, of course, freak out. Mm-hmm. They run outside and they call 911. Oh, okay. Cops show up. There's no body. Yeah. The body they saw hanging is gone. Like, yeah. there's nothing. There's nothing. There's no evidence of anyone else being in there except for all the graffiti. And the cop was like, what were you kids smoking in here? Yeah. And the, so the <laughs> cops were like, you know. And then the kids' accounts all vary. Oh. So I was a group of, I think, four. So so the cops are like, your stories all sound like bullshit. And they all contradict each other. And there's no body. Like, what the, like are you high? Are you drunk? Like, we're going to take you home to your parents. Yeah. So nothing. Like, it's done so then like two months go by and somehow these two guys um steve and dan they catch wind of this Mm -hmm. and they come to check it out these guys are actually brothers so oh really yeah keep it in the family yeah exactly it's like and they used to do this with their dad oh so it's like a whole like family like like thing that they do what are they called who are the people the really famous ones the husband and wife. The Warrens? The Warrens, yes. <laughs> I'm the like, Warrens. Because now they're, <laughs> they're like daughter and son-in-law like are like running things now. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, keep yeah. it in the family. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, that's like the best. And I think even, um, what's his name from Ghost Hunters was treating his daughter. Oh, he was? Yeah. Like he had like towards the end of that show, he had her I didn't come on a couple that. of times. Yeah. So I mean. It had to be Jason because Grant left early. Yeah. Well, no, it was definitely Jason. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, I mean, look at my friends, Jason and Joe, not the same Jason. <laughs> Jason and Joanne. Oh, you know, they husband, have no, oh, no, husband. No, the husband and wife. And wife. Yeah, and yeah. Do, you know? So, I mean, you know, the family that ghost hunts together stays, stays together? together, I guess. Or not. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so these guys, they, they somehow hear about um, the, uh, I think, I think they had come across this Hellhounds website actually. Oh. And found it through there and then heard of like they I think they must have published something like a follow up like these kids showed up and saw blah blah mm-hmm. blah. So they come to go check out this house okay. like what's going on. Again, major no no, they sneak in at night. Oh nice. You guys no, no good. No no no. Uh and they're sneaking around the house and they hear a noise in the kitchen. Hmm. This and is how I know the kitchen was a different room. So they hear a noise in the kitchen. And do they go towards the kitchen? Oh, of course they do. Course so they do. Let, what's that mysterious noise? So they hear like shuffling and banging around. So they're getting all like ready for whatever's on the other side. At least they're smart though, because I think it sounded like that they were prepared for the fact that it might've been humans on the other side. Oh, okay. So they're like, you know, like, let's approach this cautiously, even though we're already trespassing in this dilapidated house in the middle of the night in the dark. Yeah. Dumbasses. Um, so they go, they go and like burst into the kitchen and throw open the door, like to surprise whoever. And it's uh-huh. these hellhound guys. Oh, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> so, but this is why, so they had like cameras set up, which is like, you would set up cameras. Yeah. But I, the one guy was like narrating Oh, and honey, <laughs> I know you're adorable. Um, they were clearly 
high off their fucking asses. Like they, like the weed reeked in the nice. kitchen. Like, so these also guys, tip number 347. Don't be inebriated when you go ghost hunting. No, that's really not okay. You really need to be sober. Um, especially you're smoking weed. Like auditory hallucinations are so prevalent with marijuana. My goodness. And like, I'm not knocking anything. If that's your thing, that's fine. But you need to rely on what you're hearing a lot. And if you're having auditory hallucinations, you can't differentiate. And what the hell are you doing there? Exactly. And you know, you want to be taken seriously, have a, have a clear mind. Yeah. Really need to. Like if you're going to go to a haunted house and hope for an experience and you're going to get high to enhance it, fine, but don't call yourself a ghost hunter. Yeah. Okay. That's my rant. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, so they deduce that these guys are, they tell them that they're, they're filming the pilot for their ghost hunting show that they're going to sell. Nice. Yeah. Like that's their, and they figure out like, okay, you guys are so fucking stoned. Like we can smell the weed in the kit, like all over the place. Like stop it. Um, so Steve and Dan leave. Um, and then just to like, I guess, I don't know how they got their information. Freedom of Information Act, maybe. They go and talk to the kids. The the original group of four that saw the... What? How did they even... They're minors. They shouldn't be able to get that information. They might... I mean, they might have been like 18. Oh. Uh, I guess. Um, but still, that's like weird that they found them. Yeah, I don't know how they did... Or maybe... Maybe that website had their names on it. I don't know. I don't know. That's that's kind of hinky. Yeah. I don't so I don't know how they did that. But I mean if they were 18, they could have easily filed for freedom of information, I guess. So, but the, so just as like a last thing they go talk to them. And uh again, their stories are so different. Like even the description of the girl that they saw hanging is all different. Like, like all the kids gave like different hair color, different clothing. Wow. Yeah. Um, so they were just like, they came to the same conclusion that the cops did. Uh Like they just went there to smoke or drink or whatever and freak themselves out or whatever. So that night, (laughs) the timing just like makes me laugh. That night, another group of kids goes to the house so it's there's three there's a guy and two girls and a guy and one of the girls dares the other girl to go inside oh like i dare you to go in and i think it was something like go down to the basement and get like a supposedly there's like jars down there or something of stuff canned food yeah or canning jars of food (laughs) whatever they're called so i don't know how they knew that but they dared her to go in and like the 1930s though that's that's old food (laughs) i mean was it food not anymore (laughs) so dumbass of course accepts the dare and goes in by herself um at least she has a flashlight with her i guess so the other two wait for a while um she doesn't come back out so they go in looking for her so at least they're good friends I guess. They went to um, go look for her. Why didn't they call the police before they went in to look for her? 
Because they're teenagers. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, maybe they were thinking maybe she fell or something and we should go see if she's all right. Instead of just yeah. my friend went into this house and because I mean, they, like yeah. the legend is it's haunted. Like they're not thinking that there's any real danger in there. They're just trying to scare each other. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like, like if you were in that situation, I feel like that would be like, like if it was me and you. Well, neither of us would go in alone. <laughs> Even if we were teenagers, I think we'd be like, I'll go in if you go in. <laughs> Actually, you would have gone in by yourself. I might have. Yeah. I know better now. Yeah. But I might have. I, kn- I know myself. Even back then, I would have been too chicken. But I would have gone if someone else went with me. <laughs> but like, <laughs> if if I went in by myself and didn't come out, you wouldn't go look for me? Oh, yeah, I would. There you go. Because your first thought is, my friend might be in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. I see. So they go in to look for her. They find her in the basement, hanged from the rafters. Oh. Like real life, like she was actually, like she actually was dead. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, I don't have names for any of these kids. Of course not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they call the police. Police come. They call it a suicide. There's no other reason not to. But I guess this girl, she was like straight A's, like had a full ride to the University of Texas. And super happy about going. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. No indications. That- right. Um, you know, had lots of friends, was well liked. Mm-hmm. Um, it Like no reason for it. And you have to figure, like, it couldn't have been planned. Yeah. Because she didn't go in with a rope. Like, where'd the rope come from? Interesting. Yeah. So it's like she went in on this dare and then just, decide, like, found rope lying around, decided to hang herself. Weird. So, yeah, the whole thing was really weird. So this was the second incident in two months, even mm-hmm. though the first incident, nobody was actually hurt. Yeah. Um, that they know of, because... There was, like, whether there was never a body or somebody removed the body before the police showed up. Yeah. But because now that there's a casualty, so the police set up, um, what do you call it? I was going to say a perimeter, but it, that's Surveillance? Right. Like, um, a patrol, I guess. Oh, or patrol. A, po- a post. Like, they have two cops stationed, like, posted there at the house to okay. keep more kids from coming in. Uh, so... Our good friend Steve and Dan, uh-huh. they haven't left town yet because it was just, this is just the next night. Uh-huh. So they hear about the suicide now. And so they decide to go back and look again because uh-huh. they're now they're thinking like, well, maybe it is cursed or, or maybe there's some, you know, cursed or haunted. I mean, either one. Well, I mean, when you th- you don't really typically think about a haunting like, just a ghost can actually physically harm you. Yeah. But they think there's something else going but on. They, yeah, they think that there might be some sort of legitimate legitimacy to some of, to some of these claims somehow. Like, there's okay. something of interest here. So, uh, so they, they go back the following night. And they see that now there's cops posted there. Uh-huh. So, these dumbasses... <laughs> What did they do? 
sneak in. Of course. Illegally. Bad, bad example. Like, you definitely should know better because you've basically, like, their parents did it. I think their parents did it together. They taught them. Like, you should know better. Yeah. You just should know better. So, they go back. They just... They distract the cops and sneak into the house. Mm -hmm. Um, They make their way down into the basement where the girl was found, where they encountered a full body apparition of what appeared to be a farmer in a wide brim hat and overalls wielding an axe. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, of course he, of course they're not injured or Uh anything. It's not a real axe, but, um, this is weird because an axe has never been mentioned yeah. in any of the stories. Um, <laughs> this is where it starts getting really weird. <laughs> the claim so far has just been hanging. Mm-hmm. So there's never been an axe involved. So they're thinking if it was the ghost of this Murdoch guy, he should have been coming after them like with a rope, right? or something (laughs) and not an axe so yeah they go back and look at these this hellhounds website again Uh uh-huh and these guys have made a new post about this story but now they've like amended their original story Uh uh-huh to say that instead of just hanging girls murdoch is also known to have chopped up people with an axe and he's bound to the house for eternity and he cannot leave. Okay. So, I mean, to me, that sounds like these guys are setting this up, right? Like they're faking something. They must have like hired a guy to like look like a ghost somehow uh-huh. and like come at them with an axe and then run away. Like it's just, yeah, this is too weird. It's, yeah. So, Oh boy, it gets weirder. So <laughs> they start going back over everything. Steve had realized. So when I mentioned before, they were there was something about one of the their symbols spray painted all over. Mm-hmm. It's, like it looks like there's been like cultists or like Satanists or something. Yeah, there like doing something there. But one of the symbols Steve noticed had stuck out. It was the one over the fireplace, and it's. There's a picture of it at Compost. He took it. Um, it's like... It's almost like a like a cross. Mm-hmm. Not like a like a Catholic cross. Just like a... Like a sideways X. A plus sign? Like, yeah, plus sign that. <laughs> Except for like the bottom, the hash mark that points down uh-huh. is like almost like an upside down question mark. Okay. Um, so, and he had mentioned, like, it looks so, like, I know this, but I can't place it. Uh-huh. And um, was, they said some of the other symbols that, that, like, they could place, like, oh, this is, this is a common symbol that, like, whatever a cult uses yeah. for whatever. So he finally places it. He does They're some going, research or something? Huh? Does he do some research about it or? They're going back over the photos and he finally places it. Oh, it just, like, clicks in his yeah. head? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's. 
It's a symbol. It's off of the album cover for Blue Oyster Cults. Oh, nice. The band. The band. The band. And he realizes one of the kids from that original group uh-huh. works at the town's record shop. Ah. And they sell, like, vintage vinyl. Okay. So they go back to this kid to talk to him, and he admits that he and his cousin thought it would be a funny prank to make the house look haunted and that that symbol was one of the ones he painted. I guess he went through, because he works at the record shop, and uh-huh. he took, like, all, like, those, like, um, I was going to say vintage rock bands. That makes me feel old. But, <laughs> like, those, like, really edgy rock bands that would have, like, weird symbols and shit yeah. to make them look edgy. Yeah. <laughs> the edgy rock bands are edgy. Um, so he... So, like he spray painted a bunch of those and then his cousin was a, th- a theology major oh. and she brought her textbook Ooh. and just started drawing a bunch of symbols out of there and um, they start going so then they really start like studying these photos and like taking apart and identifying every symbol that they can find mm-hmm. and Dan recognizes a Tibetan spirit sigil in the background of the photo that's posted on the Hellhounds article. So what this means. So the Tibetan spirit sigil, that's a mouthful. Yeah. Is used to help focus mental en- energy. It essentially powers, it gives you the power of belief. Uh-huh. Um, so in theory, people are reading the article on the website while that sigil is like, on their screen in their face, like burning into their subconscious. So the way the symbol is supposed to work is you concentrate on it uh-huh. while you're concentrating on something else and you basically bring oh. Yeah. So it like powers your beliefs and like makes them real. Okay. Which makes me want to find this symbol and concentrate really, really, really hard on Chris Evans being in my living room. Oh. That'd be <laughs> interesting. <laughs> how about how about just your front door? That might be more practical. I might be a little more a little more logical, yeah. We'll start out at the, the front door and then won't you come in, sir? <laughs> Yeah, my um, car broke down. Can, can I? Can you help me? My cell phone doesn't work. Can I? Oh my god! Oh, what a meet cute! I could make him some tea yeah. while he waits for a tow. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, <laughs> Tibetan spirit sigils. That's what we're doing. Um. So, yeah. So while people have that like in their eye and they're reading this story. So they're essentially staring at this symbol while thinking about the story. Yeah. And it's being presented to them as though it's real. Meanwhile, these fuckers are just looking for their 15 minutes and they're spinning the story every which way to get more hits on their website. Yeah. Fucking assholes. So because it's, and this whole time their website has been getting clicks Mm -hmm. and more and more views. And so it's, the theory is it's causing this widespread belief, which is conjuring this thing that's called a a tul, tul, tulpa 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 a tulpa tulpa 
I'm like a tulip? <laughs> Tulipa. No, there's no I. It's a tulpa. Tulpa. It also looks like Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh. Um, but with a P instead of an S. Um, so, I mean, it sounds absolutely batshit, mm-hmm. but they have nothing else to go on. So they run with this theory and they basically plant information uh-huh. for the hellhounds. And, you know, they I, it sounds like they walked out to them and, like, well, walked out to them. Like, they went to see them and acted all cagey and, like, you know, like, they didn't really want to give up this info. Uh-huh. But they they essentially, they gave the the, the spirit, spirit? Tulpa? Um, they gave it a weakness. Ah. But they were, you know, they had to do it right. Otherwise, they had to make sure that these guys would post it. Yeah. So, um, of course, they did. So in theory, they would post it, all these people would read it with that uh-huh. sigil still burning into their subconscious. Yeah. And it would create a weakness for them to like take the this violent entity out. I don't know whatever happened to a good old fashioned exorcism, but yeah. here we are. Uh so You got some strange beliefs in how to deal with ghosts, huh? I mean <laughs> I guess you gotta what's the fight fire with fire? I mean like Maybe an exorcism wouldn't work on this because it's Tibetan. Maybe. And not Christian? I don't know. I don't know. So, I mean, this was also 2006, so it's not like... Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so, they had they basically got these guys to post that the spirit would be destroyed for good if they... This is where it gets really crazy because i don't know why these guys are running around with guns but it's texas so i mean <laughs> everyone's got a gun right yeah so they they basically planted his weakness as if they shoot him with wrought iron bullets that would um take him out like that's his weakness okay and that would destroy him for forever uh so they wait a little while they make sure that they the hellhounds actually post it and they see it go up, and then later that night, they give it time to, like, marinate, I guess. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, like, with taking photos and EVPs, it, like, the longer you let it sit, you don't listen to it or look at it right away, right? Because it needs time to develop. Sure. Really? I'm saying that was sarcasm. I know. <laughs> um, I mean, if you have a network ghost hunting TV show, I guess that's what you do. Uh, so they go back to the house, they get there and they come across this guy again, still swinging his ax. Okay. Uh, so they start shooting at him somewhere. They got wrought. Where do you even get wrought iron bullets? Do you have to make them yourself? They might've had to make them themselves. That's dedication. Yeah, it is. I wouldn't go that far. I'd just be like, "Mm, I'm, I'm good. I mean, there are those people that like to make their own bullets. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, Texans, man. Yeah. So, oh, where'd I leave off? There's like two oh, they were shooting. Left. Yeah, they shoot at him. Um, the rounds go right through him. And so it's nothing. not a per- <laughs> Well, okay, so here's the thing. If it was a real person, this motherfucker's swinging an axe at you. You're pretty much justified in self-defense. Yeah. Um, no one told you to bring an axe to a gunfight. <laughs> um. But they're shooting at this guy and the bullets go right through him. 
and do nothing. Oh. And he's still coming at them swinging an axe. Oh, no. So... At the, in the middle, in the midst of this, guess who shows up? The other team. <laughs> of course they do. These fuckers. <laughs> they show up with like, I think the one guy had like a head camera on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. And this was, I don't think, I don't even think GoPros were a thing yet. So like he, I'm just picturing like him, a mini cam. I'm picturing him with head. like a um, like a like a handheld camcorder like duct taped around his head or something. <laughs> <laughs> what a douchebag! So so they show up and then Steve and Dan are like, "What the fuck, man? You didn't you post that the new info?" And they're like, "Yeah, but then the server has crashed, so nobody's seen it." Oh. <laughs> So <laughs> that's unfortunate. So then I wrote my closing sentence is Steve then sets the house on fire, burns it to the ground. No activity has been reported since. Okay. I guess that works. <laughs> no house, um, no ghosts. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I assume the place is a powder keg cause it's wood uh-huh. and it's been sitting around for how long? Like yeah. he probably, if he had a lighter, he probably just had to like, Unless they brought fuel with them, but I don't, it doesn't mention that anywhere. So who just like carries gas around with them? I mean, (laughs) some people, I guess Texans, (laughs) maybe (laughs) they carry everything else with them. Um, no offense to anyone listening. If you're from Texas, (laughs) I mean, I drove through Texas once. It's great. Um, I, Um, that was, but that was the end. So they, they got out, they were safe. Um, the house did burn all the way to the ground and nothing has been rebuilt on that land since then. There's been nothing reported since then. Yeah. Let's keep it that way. Uh, I hear a cat squeaking through the headphones. Oh, she's behind you. Oh, she's talking to the birdies. Yeah, she is. Look at her go. Oh my. She's a chatterbox. Um, um, I did have the pleasure of driving through Texas a while back and I stopped in Dallas mm-hmm. actually for the night. Um, oh man, she's going to, you guys, she's going to keep going. I've just, I don't know what to just enjoy her cute little squeaks. Um, her little chirps. So yeah. adorable. Um, I, my original plan had been, and this is the second time that I tried to get to Austin to get to um, Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki own a brewery together in Austin or just oh. outside of Austin. Yeah. And um, two of my friends were able to get there last summer, spring, summer, June. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was supposed to meet them, but timing just didn't work out and I wasn't able to. And then this, for this trip, I had wanted to get down there, but it was just, it was too far out of the way and I just didn't have time Yeah, and I was really bummed out, but I did stay in Dallas for the night and had some pretty good barbecue Mm -hmm. and the gentleman who checked me in at Motel 6 was super duper friendly and gave (laughs) me this whole inspirational life coach speech for like 40 minutes before I got my room key. Um, No, but it was really, 
it actually was really cool. He said a lot of things that I really needed to hear, oh. which was really weird coming from a stranger. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, my God, you're so sweet. I want to hug you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the other thing that I wanted to bring up was that this episode is post is going to post. It has posted by the time you're hearing this, it has posted on oh. April 1st, Oh, which is, you know, Fred and George Weasley's birthday. Oh, it oh it is. Yeah, I forgot it is. about that. Because the twins were born on April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day. Uh, yeah. Oh, so guess what? April, April Fools! <laughs> if you didn't catch on by now. <laughs> yes. What was your story from? My story was from X-Files. It was uh, season six, episode eight, How the Ghosts Stole Christmas. And mine, of course, was from Supernatural. Steve and Dan were played by <laughs> Dean and Sam. I almost said Seen and Dam. <laughs> um, it was season one, episode 13, uh, Hell House. And um, the Hellhounds are, of course, the precursor to the Ghost Facers. Ghost Facers. Ghost Facers. <laughs> um, <laughs> ghost, Ghost Facers. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we, we totally were assholes. We know. Yes. We want to do something fun. <laughs> well, we, and we couldn't resist. I forget which one of us pointed it out first that it was that April fool's day was a Monday. You did. You pointed it out, but I, and this was your brainchild for I sure. I kind of had the idea already that I wanted to like, at some point take an episode Actually, the Ghost Who Stole Christmas, that specific episode, and read it like it was an actual thing, and then say, I'm sorry, that was a joke. I had to do it. <laughs> and I think I am glad we originally were going to do them really, really short at the beginning of a real episode, but I'm looking at the time and I'm really glad we decided to split it up into its own episode because it's going to be long enough. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely more than long enough and minimal tangents. Yeah, I think so. I think we deserve a applaud for that. Yeah, I think I think a bit of it was like um, PSAs, like be safe while you're ghost hunting. Um, yes, those were not April Fools. Those were real life, true um, pro tips yes. for life, <laughs> um, not just ghost hunting. Yes, but also for your daily life. Um, safety first. Yes, definitely. So, two more quick things before we go. So, um, the first is. We mentioned our Facebook group at the beginning. Yes. Um, we have decided in celebration of our over 1,000 listeners. Oh, over 1,000. Oh, yes. We've topped 1,000. Um, and, of course, we're world famous. Yes, we are. We're, we have listeners in... Um, Four? Five? Five. Uh, U.S., Canada, U.K., Denmark, Australia. Australia. Five. Five. Five different countries. In two different hemispheres. That's awesome. Um, uh, so we decided to celebrate that with a giveaway. Yes. Um, it's a surprise. Yes. But it's free, so I don't want to hear any complaining. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the way we're going to do this is there's a catch. You have to join our Facebook group. Give yes. our page a like. Join my favorite haunted group. Yes. Um. And that will get you an entry into the drawing. And I think we're just going to do names out of a hat. Uh, sure. Here's a bonus for you, though. If you've already joined the group. Yes. And or if you join and then 
Okay, wait. I'm trying to word this right. I have it in my head. And then get a friend to come along too? Yes. So if you haven't joined, but then you go join now, that's an entry. Um, If you've already joined the group, you're already entered. Yes. If you want a leg up on the competition, (laughs) get a friend to join. Let us know you've recruited this friend. Yes. And that will get you a double entry. So I think one entry for every friend recruited. I think that's yeah, fair. Yeah. If you recruit five friends, your name's in the hat five times. Six times because they already got the Oh, six. Yes. You're <laughs> correct. Thank you. I would have figured that out, but thank you for <laughs> Um Keep me honest. Always. Always. Um, so, yeah. So and I think we'll, we'll do that. And we'll do the drawing for episode 20? 20. Will it still be 20 or will it be 21? Are we counting this as a, well, I'm going to label it 15 because I don't want the jig to be up until oh, you yeah. all listen to the whole thing. <laughs> then okay. you can, I wasted so. an hour and a half of my life. I'll never get that back. Um, <laughs> it could still be 20 though, right? It could still be 20. I mean, because this is technically its own full episode. Yeah. So. Well, we will... It's going to be in May. Yes. Sometime. I have to see. This is why I need, we were talking earlier about, I need one of those like whiteboards with the calendar on it. Yes. I need like a whole calendar just in front of my face. I can't like (laughs) flip through pages to figure out dates and stuff. Yeah. But we'll, we'll mention it again before the actual episode. I don't do... Did I do calendar science already? But you still don't do it. Anyway. Well, I don't do it. <laughs> but did we say that one already? It's. I think it we sounds might familiar. Have. Yeah, it does. I don't know if it's on the Twitter list. I'll have to look. It will be after. after it will today. be after today if it's not. And then, <laughs> what was the other one I don't do that we said earlier? Clock science. Clock science. Clock science. So clock science and calendar science are the two sciences for today. Yes. That I don't do. Um, yeah, and then. Oh, we have a preview for next week that we never, ever do Oh, um, related to our celebrating listeners. Oh, that's right. Because UK and Denmark have jumped on board. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I'm acting all surprised and I already know it. <laughs> I know. You sound so like, I'm so surprised. <laughs> um, so our... It's a it's a pseudo theme. You're doing Denmark, yes, I'm and, doing Denmark, and I'm doing the UK. UK for next week. Um, unfortunately, so in Denmark they actually speak Danish. Oh, that yes, you they found do. out. Yes. So uh, bear with me in pronouncing any of these names. Also, clearly neither of us speak Danish. So thank you for listening to us in English. Uh, yes. And yeah, we apologize for any verbal butcher, but. <laughs> I butcher my own language. I was going to say, we do it to English all the time. I can't be trusted with anyone else's language. (laughs) I, okay. Um, Yeah, I think that's everything. Is that everything? I think so. Um, Instagram, Twitter, email, website. You guys know all that shit by now. iTunes. Rate and review us, please. Yes. We love the reviews. I live on the validation of perfect strangers. (laughs) <laughs> I wouldn't survive any other way. Um, no, but they really, you guys are so sweet. And we really appreciate you taking the time to, I know it's a pain in the ass to write that stuff out. So we appreciate you. 
Yes, we do. Uh, yeah, so that's it. Thanks for potting with us. <laughs> potting. It always sounds so weird when you say that. I wanted to bring it back. <laughs> I was like, the last one I did, I was doing the fade out, and then I was like, we didn't even do a clo- like a sign off. We just started like I was just like we can just fade it out now, and I just started fading. It out. <laughs> I was like, that's my cue, fade out. <laughs>